Hey, hey, welcome back to Veterans Assembly Hall. Um, here tonight in studio with Jason Maine. How you doing? <laughs> Did pretty good, right? <laughs> Just, <laughs> Not bad at all. <laughs> welcome and uh, thanks for joining me, man. No, no, man. It's my honor to be here, man. This is, this is cool. It's a good setup, right? Yeah, this is nice. I told you I wouldn't disappoint you. Yeah, you know. People say podcast, I expect, you know, a garage. <laughs> well, we can move down into the parking lot <laughs> no, if that's really what you want. We're, we're good on the back of a truck. It's, yeah, it's, well, I'll tell you what, Jason, we've done it everywhere. We've done it in a parking garage um, all over. So every possibility is, is on the table. <laughs> Uh, Jason, you're with uh, Friends Never Forget. Thank you for wearing the shirt because now I'm looking at you and then I won't forget it. You know what I mean? I'm here to help. Well, that's, that's, that's you're it. a I'm helper, help, aren't man. you? That's, that's what I do. You're a helper. <laughs> um, let's talk about your background first before we jump into the organization that does such great work. Um, you, uh, before we came on, was saying you were a Navy veteran. Um, why don't you give us your background and kind of a little bit about how you came to be uh, Veterans Never Forget? So I, uh, I'm a 26-year Navy chief, retired and January of 17, God, three years now. Goes by fast. <laughs> Goes <right>? by quick. <laughs> it's um, funny when you're doing it, the 20 plus years didn't go by nearly as fast, I'm sure. No, I, you know, I turn around, I was, it's funny that I, I turn around and I'm like, wow, God, three years I've been retired now. Yeah. It's uh, So I, I, I started this foundation while I was on active duty. Okay. Um, I've been around the world with the Navy a couple of times. I had the honor to, to serve in a bunch of different places. And the, one of the places I, I got stationed at was Naval Special Warfare. And when I was there, um, I was there during from 2004 to 2009. So I saw a lot of the tragedy that happened with NSW happen then. Right. That was like during the peak of the Afghanistan push. It was. It was uh, Operation Red Wing happened while I was there. So the lone survivor story and all mm-hmm. that happened while I was there. Um, I made four tours to Iraq, and I made two to Afghanistan while I was there with them. Oh, thank you for your service, thank man. You, no, we man. appreciate that. It's a, it's an honor. It was an honor to do the work, and um, I was a I was a tech, so I wasn't a SEAL. Okay, um, I like to make sure that that's cleared up. <laughs> 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 or some of the guys that I know will come find me. Right? Yeah, it is the podcast, <laughs> and I have a wide audience, so I'm just warning you ahead of no, time. <laughs> I was I was what they call a direct support tech with the Naval Special Warfare. So on my fourth tour to Iraq, um, I was there. My wife called and called the ombudsman, who's kind of the liaison between Correct. the command and the and the families, and said, "Hey, I need my husband to come home. My mom's sick. Um, she she got diagnosed with stage four cancer. I need my husband home." And uh, I kindly said no. And um, three of my teammates sat me down, yeah, uh, and said. Uh, now, that's the wrong answer, but that's that's you you have two choices, and the choice is you can go home and take care of your family, enjoy the nice seat on the plane and your peanuts, right. or we have a roll of duct tape, and you'll be duct taped to the wing, but you're going to go home and take care of your family. Sure, as you should. Anyway. As I should, you know. I I didn't, you know, half of me was like, you know, hey, I don't want to leave my team, I don't want to leave them short. Oh, no, dude, I, I understand yeah. that entirely. That's a hard decision. So I did. I begrudgingly got on the plane. Um, we were home. I was home three and a half, maybe four days. And I got a call that uh, the Humvee that I normally ride in, mm-hmm. and those three guys uh, hit an IED, and I lost all three of them. And uh, before I, I went back in to country, I went to their memorial service. And much like I had seen at the Operation Red Wings uh, memorial service, I watched their, their kids, five of them, between, at that point, God, they were little, <laughs> between five months and, and five years um, kind of stand there and, and, and accept their dad's awards and understand that their dad wasn't coming home. Mm-hmm. And it ate me up. 
right? It ate me right, up. Sure. Uh, I lost my mom when I was 18, so I kind of can relate, but I, I can't really relate, you know, what a tragic accident like that and, and to lose, lose their dad. So I went back in, I finished my tour, I came home, and I left the community because I, 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 I said, I've got to go take care of my family. These three guys gave their life so sure. that I could take care of my family. I should probably go do that. Right. It, priorities, right? Right. So I, I went down and uh, went to a sea command, and I, uh, I, I wanted to do something to honor these guys, right? Yeah. They gave their lives. They, I'm literally sitting here today because those guys put me on a plane, sent me home. Those very guys. Those very guys. Right. Because had, had they not, I would have been in that Humvee with them, and it would have been a very different story. Sure. Um, a tragic one, nonetheless. Yeah. But Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. in, in the the whole story is it, it is it really pulls at you, right? Yeah, it, yeah. you know, you you're talking about the the kids and their you know loss that they experienced at such an early age. Yeah, I mean, it just uh, it was hard. I didn't know what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd send, you know, I'll raise money, I'll send these guys to college, these kids to college, and then I found out there's five amazing organizations that do nothing but send children of fallen military, gold star families. To college. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't want to compete for their money. I don't want to compete against their mission. I don't want to take away from what they're doing. And I didn't know what I was going to do. And then I was on a, on a ship, but one of, the, one of my buddies was like, hey, I just got a phone with my son, man. He's having a blast at summer camp. Ding, the light goes the on, light, right? It, automatically, like a light bulb, right? <laughs> Boom. It's like, what if I could just let these kids go to camp and be a kid for for just two weeks, you know, however long a session is, yeah. what if we could just do that and give them a little bit of that childhood, a little bit of that innocence they lost back? So we uh, we sat down, or I sat down, and drew out the business plan and, and pitched it to my wife and uh, two friends on a farm up in Walk Hill, New York, uh, <laughs> New, Year's, New Year's Eve of 2010. And what was the reception when you throw um, this out? Believe it or not, uh, the reception was amazing, right? So, so everybody's like, "Hey, I'm on board." Yeah, with this. it was like, according like, yep. even your wife, who won't get on the microphone, yeah. and <laughs> sitting right here yeah. during a podcast. But, but oh, they all get on board. This is a great idea. Let's do it. Right? They all get on board. Um, so we off, we're off and running. We figured we'd take a year, right? Uh, right. Fundraise for a year before we send a kid to camp. Let's have some money in the bank to sure. be able to do this. Yeah, that lasted about four months. Um, had a gold star wife come to us in. Uh, just before Memorial Day of 2011 and said, hey, uh, I'm an Army wife. My husband was lost. I have two sons. One's way too young to go to camp, but I have mm-hmm. another one that was going to go to camp. But the Army screwed up my taxes last year when they did it. And I got audited, and, they, and the IRS just took all his camp money. Oh, no. So my wife got on Facebook uh, that weekend, Memorial Day weekend, and mm-hmm. literally – we raised enough money. We thought we would raise enough money to send him to camp. We ended up being able to send our first two kids to camp. That's great. Him. Yeah. So, and you're only four months into this project that you thought was going to be a fundraising effort for a year, right? <laughs> yeah, we thought we'd take a year and, and raise, and, and you know, have, and and that's part of. Um, I like to say we operated on a shoestring budget yeah. because we every dime we raised just about so ninety four cents of every dollar that we've raised goes right back to sending a kid to camp. That six cents is, is you know, pay to keep the lights on, so to speak. The, right. The 
the the web page and the the IRS and everybody else you know the state fees that you have to pay to, to right. kind of operate. But um, I mean, in reality, all of the money you raise goes to these kids for the most part. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm a horrible boss. Yeah. Um, I've been told what, this. what does that mean? That means I ask everybody <laughs> to do everything in their power and 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 work 110 percent, and I pay them nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but in my fairness, every year I double their salary. <laughs> there you year, go, right? Every year I double. And you it. keep those uh, expectations measured. I do. Really, I do. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. I I I'll be honest with you. I have an amazing board of directors. Um. Are you incorporated? We are. We're okay. incorporated. And you're a 501c? We're a 501c3 yep. nonprofit. Um, my loving wife is the vice president and the co-founder with me. Mm-hmm. And then I have uh, my friend Matt Moscrop and his wife Jamie are on the board. Okay. I have a sailor I used to serve with, Tarla, and her husband Tim Johnson. They're both on the board. And then uh, Jesse and J- uh, Jennifer Perry, um, who... I've known Jesse for 30 years. I've known Jen probably for 25. Um, everybody on my board, 100%, amazing things, and they don't get paid. <laughs> yeah, that's a, Well, I mean, I'm not surprised because, you know, it's the reward of being able to do this, and you're doing such great work. This board, that's Friends Never friends Forget? Friends Never Forget. Okay, and so just so everybody understands, that's the parent, the umbrella yeah. organization, and your main project, is that the right word? Is So... So the easiest way to explain it is Friends Never Forget is the 501c3 nonprofit. Yeah. And we we have delusions of grandeur. So we want to have a couple program, different programs sure. to help Gold Star kids. So the first program that we had in our main premier program was Operation Camp. And that's the one that sends children of fallen military to summer camps. Okay. That's, uh, we decided when we decided that we were going to start looking at doing another program that we should probably – name the main program that we've been doing something and and brand it as yep. something because then we're going to have another program that's going to do something different than that. Something completely different? Do you think it's going to relate to the so, camp effort? It's going to relate to Gold Star Kids, but we're going to catch them at a little different age. So okay. the plan is probably the end of March, we're going to launch a, a mentorship program for Gold Star Kids coming out of college to kind of partner them with business professionals Mm -hmm. um, in the field that they want to go into so that they have someone that we've already vetted, looked at their credentials, looked at their resumes, looked at their references and pair them up with a gold star kid that can then kind of guide them through where they need to be through their professional career. So if they want to be a computer software uh, security engineer, we pair them up with a business professional that maybe is a CIO at a company or maybe is a, is a director of, of security, security internet, um, Sorry, that was horrible of me. Cybersecurity. And they could kind of mentor. There's a, there's a package and a program that kind of directs them through and some things and kind of helps them get them, hey, you should be looking at these certifications. These are the kind of entry-level sure. jobs you should. These are kind of the questions you're probably going to get on some of the interviews so you can kind of be prepared. Let me see your resume and take a look at your resume and say, well, you're coming out of college. You did your internship here. Let's word that different. Let's do that and kind of direct guide them and direct them in there. Yeah, I love that idea. Some of that stuff that they might have gotten from, you know, their father or 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 their their, their the lost loved one that that was lost in in combat. Sure. So, let's pair them up with somebody and get them get them some of that mentorship and guidance guidance at that age. So, you, do you do you envision these mentors being uh, veterans solely or is our, is, no. Is, 
we would love, we want veteran mentors. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. That's our premier. But not to the exclusion of uh, somebody else who's right. qualified. But I won't, I won't disqualify a mentor. Sure. If they're not a veteran. Right, that's but, a great program, man. So that's that's going to come online probably the end of March. Um, we're just in the the final stages of kind of laying it out, making sure that the 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 package is right, what we want from a mentor mm-hmm. is laid out right, how a mentee would get in there, the contract between the mentor and the mentee, and the check in times, how when they're going to check in, um, and then we're. We're working on a name. We haven't quite come up with the, the right name yet. <laughs> and uh, she's shaking her head, so there's been a little bit of turmoil in that area, I think. I think we've kicked around seven or eight names. So um, I will say that um, Jen Perry, who is who is a branding and marketing genius, um, she's kicking around a lot, of, a lot of names in her head. So I think it'll land somewhere great and amazing. Certainly. Um, so... That's why we branded Operation Camp, so then we could have the second operation. Yeah, I get it. Still have the nonprofit. And you're not going to muddy the waters between the two streams. No, not at all. Um, You know, ninety probably ninety eight percent of the money we raise is going to end up going to Operation Camp anyways because we don't envision a lot of expense with the mentorship program. Right, it's just connecting people, networking. Uh, the latter word, yeah, exactly, networking. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about Operation Camp. So sure. um, you kind of like been dancing around a little bit, but it, <laughs> but Operation Camp is, is we call it your flagship. I mean, it's, that's where you guys are, all your energy goes to. Yep. It's where you fundraise yeah. for. Um, you said this just for Gold Star families, and it's to send kids to camp. At what age are we sending them? So we will send a kid at any age, and what I mean by that, up until they're out of high school. So what we've found over – so the good thing is we've been doing this. We're getting ready to go on our 10th summer. So wow. we've had a little practice at this. And you've sent, like, what did you say, about 90 we've kids at this point? We've sent 90 kids to 77, 77 different camps nationwide. That's incredible. Um, from all over. And, I mean, we've sent kids to camps like Space Camp, uh, New York Film Academy Camp. We, we brought a girl up last summer or the summer before, I think it was the summer before, to Future Medical Leaders of America Symposium. Awesome. Up here. Yeah. She had to be selected and and picked and she had to have letters of recommendation and so the the families do all that legwork and they tell you where they want to go th- there's two ways they can do it they okay. can they can they can apply to us and say hey my son my daughter wants to go to xyz camp mm-hmm. we will make sure we get them a spot we'll pay for it we'll make sure we get the travel arranged um and we'll handle all that or they come to us and say hey my son or daughter doesn't have a camp but they're really interested in Soccer, horseback riding, filmmaking. We will then go out and find a camp. We'll ask a couple follow-on questions like, mm-hmm. do you want a day camp? Do you want an overnight camp? Do you, I mean, Geography, I would that, suppose, right? Is that it? matters to parents. Sure. Some parents are like, I don't want my son or daughter away overnight. I get that. So I get it. Yeah. So once we have those questions, we'll go out and we'll find a camp in the area. Or we'll find a camp that fits what they're what they're looking for. Okay. And then we'll, we'll pair up. We've had camps step up and say, Hey, if you get a kid that's interested in uh, film, give us a call. We'll get you a spot. Hey, you you got some. Do you find that the camps help you out? Um, yes. As far as um, fees or so whatever. Between my wife and I, um, we haven't paid for a full price of camp. Um, that's terrific. Maybe two or three times. Really? So it's um, a lot of guilt. <laughs> um and and we explain what we do sure so, and i think that's what makes really makes uh 
people understand what it is you're trying to do. On the average, how many how many kids every year generally get together? We're averaging about ten kids a summer. Okay. Um, we're, like I said, we operate on a shoestring budget. I raised between uh, last year. I raised seven seventy eight hundred dollars for the whole year, and we sent kids. Uh, some years I'll raise twenty two twenty six thousand. Uh, the best fundraising year we've had was thirty six thousand. Oh, um, that's incredible! So we don't we don't raise a lot of money. Um, and all of the money that comes in basically goes out at the end of the season. So you you guys are starting it right back at not zero, but you get a reset every year. Yes. Yeah, so normally normally it's you know there may be two three hundred dollars in a bank account. My uh, my fiscal year runs a little different than everybody normally thinks. So my fiscal year runs June first to May thirty first. Okay, that's because camp is that camp the camp times. Okay, camp camp usually camp you've got to pay for no later than April, and everybody's through the camp in the summer. So yeah. right now, are you guys looking at a list of names and camps and trying to? Were you, this is like your busy time of the year right now. We opened up applications on January one. Okay, um, we've already had our first two campers um, apply. And they're very expensive camps. They're over. We, we try to cap at three thousand per kid with travel, and they're over that. So we're we've decided we're going to keep fundraising and, and hopefully be able to cover all of it for them. But if not, we're going to cover part part of that camp because Great. if I use all the funds I have in my bank account right now, I'm only sending two kids to camp. Yeah, and that's I don't. I would like to send some more. So, do you have a number? In your head, that's about the average cost of a kid going to camp, just average speaking? Average speaking, we say we use American Camp Association's number. Their number is for a two-week session of camp, it's $2,500. Okay. We throw another $500 on that because we cover travel. Mm-hmm. So we say it's about $3,000 a kid for camp, and that's why we cap at 3000 because if we if we don't cap, we might have a kid that comes to us and says, hey, I want to go to a $12,000 camp. Sure. And that. That could be all the money I have this year. Right. So we cap at three thousand. When we run into situations like this, we start looking for business partners. We start looking for um, companies that'll come on board and, and sponsor an actual kid and say, "Hey, we'll give you four thousand dollars to send that child." And and that's kind of where I was going with. It. I was wondering how how successful you have been with sponsorships and and companies in the area that have jumped on board with you for this program. So I've been I'm starting to get. Better luck. Okay. So, is that um, name recognition and people understanding the program? That's exactly what it is. Okay. It's I, you know, I've been back three years now, so I've been here for three years. I've been kind of knocking the doors for three years sure. and talking to people, so the word's getting out a little bit more. Um, we're always looking for for corporations, companies, businesses to step up and, and help us out. Um, I'm more than welcome to talk to a company, a business professional about that. That's ideally how we'd like to to go funding in the future, is say, hey, you know, um, market basket, you're gonna you're gonna, you guys have agreed to sponsor a child. This child is gonna be twenty five hundred dollars yeah. for their camp. Okay, you're sponsored by them, and we'll we'll make sure that's denoted. And they get a website. big splash out of that. So oh, yeah. I mean, there's some incentive for yeah. them to be involved in it. I'm sure that it's doing the right thing, but be, we all know that in a in the Dell world, doing the right thing only goes so far. They have to get some return for it. It's a it's a business yep, after all. After so, all, um, we all. I mean, we're in the same boat, and we, we you know we we do similar stuff, and it's um, it's a challenge, isn't it? It is, and it, it is. and it's not the personality that you or I normally have, right? <laughs> I, at least I'm speaking for myself. Then, you know, it's no, we're coming out of the service and all that. It's not the personality to go out and try and 
bang on doors and say, Hey, give it to, you know, give me this. But, uh, it is. And I always, I always say, if I can get five minutes with somebody, I can, I can, I can maybe get them to understand yeah. where, where we're coming from and why we're, why we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I look at it this way is I'm fortunate enough. You're fortunate enough. We, we did our time in the service. We're home. We've got all our, our fingers and toes, Yep. but we have brothers and sisters that, that, did, that didn't make men, it home. Right. And it's my duty. It's, I feel it's, it's society's duty to take care of that family. Sure. You know, they went out and they paid the ultimate sacrifice. They lost in a lot of cases, they lost the breadwinner too. You know, that was the mainstay of income. Now, you know, surviving spouse got to figure out, what they're going to do. Yeah, it's definitely a change in the, in the plan. I'm so, sure. So I, I, I feel obligated to, to help my brothers and sisters as best I can. And you know, on this podcast, we talk a lot about the, what's due back to the veteran that signs up in the, the family that goes with them. But now we're talking about, um, children of a gold star family. It's a whole different game because they didn't sign up for anything. And, um, you know, you what you're doing for them is, is, is really trying to make, Something special, and if even if it's just a couple of weeks during the summer, I would yeah, think. Right, it's just a matter of giving them some time to to not have to think about. Well, you know, think about God. What happened to What happened to my dad, or what happened to my mom? Yeah, what we found over nine nine summers is we have a residual effect that we didn't even count on. Um, so we try to send if if there's multiple kids in the family, we try to send them together at the same week. Okay, right. So, you know, Timmy and Johnny, we're gonna send them both this week to camp. And what we've gotten back from the, the surviving spouses, thank you. you know, why? You gave me a chance to breathe. Sure. I, I didn't have to be both mom and dad that week. Mm-hmm. I was able to sit down and actually read a book. I was able to sit down and go get my nails done. Or I was able to, to go out with some friends and have a laugh and have some time. And we didn't even think about that when we started all that. But the residual effect of just giving that surviving spouse a almost a pause button to just say, hey, Go do something for yourself. Right. You know, go, go, go. Yeah. When in fact your program is geared towards the children, but in reality it's benefiting the entire family. Yeah. It's which, putting them all in a healthy spot. We hadn't even thought of that when we do, started this. Do you do, do you have repeat? So is it a one-time good deal or do people come back summer after summer? So the way we're written is if you are a repeat customer, you go to the bottom of the list. Okay. So if. If I have 10 applicants that year and eight of them are new, mm-hmm. they will get funded first. And then if I have any money left over, I will then fund you a, a second time. Okay. We have funded several, a couple kids to a couple times. So we've had, there's been a couple years where we've raised some really good money and we've been able to send, you know, 10, 12 kids. And then we had a repeat customer here, a repeat customer there. A couple of those kids that are repeat customers, we, we covered their hotel and their airfare to go to Taps National Camp, which is up in D.C. on Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. It's a free camp, but they got to pay to get there and they got to pay to stay. So we we would cover that. Now we have one of one of our campers that we sent there twice. She now goes back every year as a mentor for the younger kids. Well, talk about paying it forward, yeah. right? <laughs> no, I mean really, like now you've created a situation where your inv- investment, so to speak, is uh, is paying off, continuing yeah. to pay off. You know, I mean. Our our gold star kids. We talk. I I get letters from them. We get emails from them about, hey, you're sending me to camp. Allowed me to do this, 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 and now I'm doing. Now I'm I'm a sophomore in college at going to film school. Right. Which what a great what camp. a great way to sell your program. You're talking about trying to sell camp um, operation camp dot org. That's 
a great way to by bringing people back that have benefited from the program, have enjoyed the program, and coming back. So if I wanted to, well, one, get more information about the organization, but also uh, apply, I'd get that by going to operationcamp.org. Yep. And you could go to Everything Operation I need Camp. is in there, right? Everything you need is in there. Our financials are posted in there as well. I'm very transparent. Just won a silver award for transparency on our financials, and I'm very proud of that. Um, but everything is on there. So oh, great. you can find out a little bit about the board of directors. You can mm-hmm. find about, um, we haven't put our new kids up yet this year because we've just got literally yesterday. So we haven't uploaded their pictures and their, their bio. You can read bios and, and see pics of our, our families. We do that a little, a little different just so everybody's aware. I don't post last names and I don't post locations. Yeah, I was going to ask you because there's a lot of, um, I mean, yeah, the internet's a, a dangerous yeah. place. So, so I'll, I'll post names and maybe states mm-hmm. um but i won't post locations and i won't post last names nothing identifiable uh, nothing identifiable just because i don't want I, i'm a security kind of guy so yeah, I, sure. don't, I don't want i don't want Ed ever to come back to the family um but you can see pictures from last year our kids that we sent mm-hmm. are up there um you can see about our events that are coming up we've got a bunch of those where like i said we're trying to raise money very, very quickly and a lot of it in a short amount of time. So we've got an event in January on the right, 25th. I was going to say, so how are we raising money? What do we got coming up? So we've got Burns Night Supper over in Lemonster, Mass. It's at, uh, it's at the Doubletree in Lemonster, Mass. So Burns Night Supper is a celebration of Robert Burns, who's the Scottish poet. Mm-hmm. It's actually on his birthday this year. The, uh, the organization that's been putting this on, they've been doing it 31 years. This is our third year to be involved as the nonprofit. Um, we're very... That's honored. great. And are you guys the sole benefactor of that? We are. That's awesome. We are. We're the only benefactor of that. Um, all the proceeds after, you know, we've covered, obviously, the cost goes right back to us. The raffle items all go back to us. Um, it's 6 to 11.30 over there. Tickets are are in advance. You can go right to operation.org, operationcamp.org. Yeah. Uh, on the events page, and you can click and go right there and get tickets. Okay, um, they're fifty dollars a ticket, four fifty a table. We still have available for. I still have some sponsor sh- spots available. If there's a company out there that wants to sponsor, they can reach out to me right there on the on the web page as well. Okay, and we can go that way. That's in January. Yeah. What else but, you got? And uh, well, May- before we leave that, that's men in skirts, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I was told. <laughs> men in tights. Men in tights. <laughs> no, it's it's traditional Scottish. Yeah. Um, but don't let that scare you away. Yeah. So you do not have to come dressed in a kilt. I will be. All right. Um, if anybody wants to see me in a kilt, that's the one. <laughs> well, maybe and only that's time. the draw you need to focus on. You know, <laughs> you're not you're not hitting the right buttons. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, we had about 250 people last year. Great event, traditional Scottish dinner, neeps, tatties, uh, toast to the haggis, toast to the lassies and the response. Charlie Zam, who's a famous uh, Scottish folk singer, mm-hmm. he's actually going to come up from Pennsylvania and be our entertainment. Sounds for, like a great night. For yeah. second night, it's for second year. It's an amazing night. I was leery, I'll be honest. Three years ago when the couple, I've known the couple that puts this on yeah. for 20 seven 28 years and they they said uh so we'd like the foundation to be part of this i was like ah, <laughs> i don't know and the first year we went i didn't wear did i wear a kilt i didn't wear a kilt the first year yeah. um and i was severely severely 
chastised <laughs> by my friends of why are you not in a kilt? Um, so the next year I, I worked and I'm just a blast. I'm telling you. Yeah, good time, huh? If you if you have Scottish heritage, if you don't have Scottish heritage. Hey, everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day. Listen, so. <laughs> you, you come out, you, 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 get a, you get a good meal. I'm going to tell you right now, one of the best meals that I've eaten in a setting like that. Okay. Great meal. You're gonna you're gonna see some things that you're not gonna see to normal entertainment. You're gonna see toast to the toast to the lassies in the response and toasting Robbie Burns and the Fallen and all and everything. And if you don't know who Robert Burns is, he he wrote Old Anximes. Oh, all so right. So yeah. that you know that that lets you know where he where he's at. So yeah. I will tell you, we would love to see you out there. Come out, have a good time. Bring your significant other. Drink some, drink some scotch. Drink some whiskey. If you don't drink, come out. Have some ginger ale, whatever. Enjoy the meal. Enjoy the company. And remember, at the end of the day, you're supporting a, a, a Gold Star charity that's, that takes children and we send them to camp and give them a chance to be kids. Yeah. So you're going to come out. You're going to have a good time. You're going to laugh. You're going to see guys in kilts. You're going to see <laughs> you're going to see people talking about you know Scottish stories and old folk stories and. And it's a really good time. Yeah, it sounds I, like it. I mean, it's, like I said, three years ago, I was like, eh. Now I'm like, I can't wait. Yeah. It's like, well, you're selling it. I'm telling you, I'm already interested. And, I already, and you know I'm already committed for the 25th. <laughs> now I'm trying to figure out how to get out of it. You can move yours one week. <laughs> no, I, I We're a little late to the dance on that one, yeah. Jason. <laughs> but if that's not your thing, we, what have, else you got? we have another one on May 23rd. We have we have our tr- our annual Memorial Day cookout over at the Middlesex 4-H fairs in Westford, Mass. And that is a traditional, old-school family cookout. We're going to have a couple bands playing. Last year we had an up-and-coming Nashville star. Jimmy Connor came out. He was our entertainment. Came out, donated his time, played, had a really good time. We had 400 people show up. We bring out toucher trucks, so we've got the Army out there with their trucks. Got the fire department. Middlesex Sheriff's Department brings out the SWAT truck. Then we've got obstacle courses for kids and cornhole and bubble station and God, face painting and crafts. That's really cool. Um, we're, we're, we're working to expand that to even more things to do out there. So mm-hmm. it'll be noon to four on the 23rd. All right. Is that on your event page as well? It is. All right. It is. And what's the cost for that? There's no cost for entry. For donation? There's no. I can't believe I'm going to say this. You're going to laugh. <laughs> Believe it or not, we, we raise a lot of good money out there. We don't charge anybody to come in. Okay. We don't charge anybody for food. All the money raised out there is donations and raffle. That's great. And it's probably, last year, it was our biggest fundraising event. Really? And it was a good time. It was a great time. Yeah. Great time. Great I mean, t- uh, Great venue. Great time. May 23rd. Is that Memorial That's Day Memorial weekend? That's Memorial Day weekend. Okay. It's the Saturday Memorial Day weekend. All right. Um, it's... It's it's a big huge place, so yeah, I'm we're always with expanding. It. It's been years since I've been out at that 4-H uh, ground. It's been out there forever, you know. Yeah, yeah. And there's a ton of events that occur out there. It's a great location. Yeah. So I mean, so we look forward to having people out. Come out for a couple hours with your family. Doesn't cost you anything, and then then donate some money, buy some raffle tickets, listen to some great music, yeah. and uh, have a good time. And then in July. We're going to have the motorcycle ride. So right, we were just talking about, we that. Talking about that. Do you guys so, have a date for that already? Yes, July 18th. 18th, okay. Over at the... Where does that start? It's going to start and finish at the Pepperell VFW. Okay. Um, 
So Global War on Terrorism Monument over there in Pepperell, those mm-hmm. guys are amazing. They are amazing. And, and They've I, been on this podcast. Uh, we were out at the dedication ceremony. It's If you haven't been out to Pepperell and seen that. You got to right? go. You yeah. got to go. And that's what I told we, we we were talking before we hit the record <laughs> button. We all know Kathy and, and everybody oh, out yeah. there. And, and that's what I told them. That's going to become a place where it's not even exclusive to global war on terrorism. It it's becomes a gathering location, and you guys are continuing that tradition by having the motorcycle run that right. comes out of there. And that's, go ahead. So we, we, we made a deal with them yep. that we would take over their motorcycle ride. Uh, this will be the seventh or eighth year. This will be the eighth year, I believe. Okay. Um, freedom ride, freedom charity ride. Yep. And it's going to go, go and come back to Pepperell VFW. And it's a beautiful uh, 85 mile ride. Nice. So it's got a stopping point halfway through. An amazing route. Is it escorted and all that? Police yeah. escorted. And those are great roads yeah. out there. If you don't ride out, if, if you're listening to this and you ride and you're not out on 119 and out through Ashby and all that area, which I'm assuming where the ride yeah, pretty oh much yeah. goes, it goes right? up towards Mount Wachusett. Beautiful. Princeton. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So you guys are crossing over Route 2 and going down, like, towards the reservoir oh, yeah. and all that. That's yeah. a Yeah, that's a great ride. I mean, those are roads that you don't even have to put your kickstand. Your foot down, don't, no kickstands down. The whole time you're just driving. And, yep. Yeah, good ride. Yeah, so. Great ride. So that'll be that'll be in July. All right. And then um, we have the craft fair in November. Uh, November 21st. Back out of the Pepperell VFW, we do a craft fair. All right. Um. We just finished it up this past yeah, November. Yeah, like, it feels like it just came up and went, you know. It did. It was a great event. Um, got we we had uh, 25, 26 vendors. Um, so we're expanding it this year a little bit. So okay. we got a little bit more room. We're going to do it both upstairs and downstairs at the VFW. Oh, nice. And uh, you know we we cook up we cook up lunch, we charge for hot dogs and chili and and whatnot. It's just a good time to come out and get a jump start on your Christmas shopping. Right. Right. And again. All the proceeds come right back to supporting kids going to summer camp. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's what we've got in the hopper. Well, that's um, enough, dude. You got. <laughs> I mean, you play. So basically, every three or four months, you've got a big event you're coming up to. Um, you know, I know we plan our big event January 25th. It takes a whole year for us to plan that. I give. I give you a huge. Uh, <laughs> Uh, nod that you're able to have four big events. <laughs> so we, I'll look at her over here. Oh, you can't see what's going on in the background, but uh, um. I can only imagine. <laughs> but I, I will say that, that again, um, I listen. I've been married to this lovely woman for twenty plus years. She's how an she, angel. How she's put up with me for twenty years, I haven't figured out yet. If I ever figure it out, or if she ever figures out. Right, but she's still married to me. It probably am, but she, she does a lot of the legwork. She's out there getting raffle items. She's out there. That's what you got to do, though. So you got to have somebody like yeah. that. And she's also, you know, the one who gets all the camp applications and goes through that and sorts through that. So she, she does a lot of that. And she's a full time student. Um, decided to go back to college, you yeah. know, later on in life. And uh, you're really glutton for her, yeah, aren't she, you? She, <laughs> yeah. And uh, but but she she steps up. And she really does. She, so, well, four events. We've got some good help. Um, we talked about the GWAT, yeah. GWAT guy. Those, those yeah. guys are helping out with some of that stuff. And uh, well, let's yeah. build your network. Let's get yeah. this podcast out there. I'm going to put in the show notes all of the links that we talked about tonight, and so that people can click on them and go to them. Oh, that'd be uh, awesome. I'm going to leave you guys an open door invitation to come back here and get on and um, talk about as we get a little closer to maybe to the cookout and then just before the run. 
uh, we can do it as a call-in, or I'd love to have you come back in the studio yeah, um, if that's something you're interested yeah, in doing. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. interesting. We're right over in Bolton, so we're not far. So yeah, coming in, a lot of apple issue. orchards over there. Yeah, a little, little bit, a little bit. All right, well. Yeah, I appreciate you just having us on. It's uh, it's kind of cool. It's it's awesome. And, yeah. And I'm really honored that you guys. Uh, no, us. no, it's my honor I, to have you guys come in and uh, and talk about a great program, Friends Never Forget, and um, Operation Camped.org. Uh, these are fantastic. Probably by the next time that you come in, you'll have the mentor program. You can sell that. And uh, no, I'm serious. And yeah. when we can work on getting you some sponsorships and some more money and donations and uh, every, I bet every little bit helps, right? Every dollar helps. Yeah, that makes every a huge difference. Helps. So it's a great program. And that's what we tell people is, listen, you know, we want corporate sponsors. We do. But we've survived for nine years on literally, you know, Johnny down the street kicking a, in 50 bucks. It's amazing how generous people yeah. can be. I think we, we do the collections in front of the supermarkets uh, before the holidays. And um, I'm always taken back by the, the generosity that people uh, extend to you when they, as long as they understand the program and they understand the value of what you're doing. Yeah. And I mean, they, and they like the fact that you're transparent. Yeah, right? exactly. So they know where their money's going. They know it's not going to a CEO getting $150,000 right. a year. Believe me, I wish it that, that I was getting paid $150,000 a year as a CEO. But. <laughs> well, you're getting paid in other ways. But so it's, am, uh, you know, rewards of, of uh, the doing good deeds and all that other stuff. Yeah, so. I, I couldn't do it. You know, you know it's a, dude, I got to say this before we sign out, though. It's always amazing when I have people in the studio, we talk about programs. They're doing these fantastic programs like you guys are doing with uh, Operation Camp Org. And then you look at their background, and you served 20-plus years in the <laughs> Navy. I mean, good God. like when You don't ever stop serving, do you? It's kind of a thing through life. I have a – God rest his soul. I have a very good friend of mine's father who raised me like his own. His name was Lou Luce here. And the last time I saw him before he passed uh, – we were going to pick something up. A, a vet had had a fire at his house. We were collecting stuff to kind of get his house back up. Yeah. And he, he looked at me and he said, Shh, is all you do charity? That's all you do. And I said, yeah. I said, that's that's a lot of my life. And he goes, raised you right. And he's right. You yeah. know, um, my I have a simple model. I want to leave this earth dog tired and better than when I got here for the vets and the families behind me. So it's not about me. It's not about my family. I'll make the sacrifice so that they don't have to down the road. And that's that's where I'm at. All right. Well, I can't think of a better way to sign off with that one, dude. I, I appreciate you coming in, and uh, I think you're right on. Good what you're doing. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Jason, man, thanks for, thanks yeah, for coming thank in. You.